Volume 1, Episode 21, Regroup, Refocus, Return to Kabarat. Welcome to Galaxy's Greatest, a Starfinder podcast trailing the adventures of a distant galaxy's greatest heroes. My name is M, and I'm the GM, leading my players through drift, space, and beyond through a galaxy filled with danger, mystery, and of course, adventure. Last time, our heroes were spaced and knocked unconscious. While Bryn experiences her own visions separate from the group, Zakim, Baza, Modus, Janet, and Jack wake up in an unfamiliar location. Uh, I hate you now. so much. <laughs> <laughs> What was that, Alex? <laughs> <laughs> oh, just my usual Tully Ryan. I hate him so much. Did, did, oh, did you no. want to start off our introductions for this week, Alex? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> uh, my name's Alex. I play, uh, <clears throat> for real, for the, for the, for the pod. Hi, my name is Alex. Uh, I play Jack, the Solarian, the Yusoki Solarian. And my fun fact for the week is that I often question whether or not Ryan's wearing pants. Ryan, do you want to continue with that? <laughs> sure. Uh, my name is Ryan. I play the Vanguard Skittermander ba- Baza Bix. And my fun fact is that I put about 100 hours into the not very new, but for me, new Digimon Cyber Sleuth game. Yes. Which is uh, the latest in the series of the Digimon World games and is great. I have an important question for you. Yeah. Are you wearing pants? <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about it. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Mitch, go ahead. Yeah, uh, my name is Mitch. I play Devesh Starworth, the uh, Arcane Knight. And my fun fact is that I am almost halfway through uh, the newest uh, Brandon Sanderson Cosmere novel, Words of Radiance. Nope, not Words of Radiance. That one's real old. It's Rhythm of War. Um, Rhythm of War is great. You should all read it. I'm not giving. I'm not giving spoilers. I'm just saying it's great, and you should all read it. And also, oh my God, my brain is exploding. Anyway, I want to get that checked out. Dan, go ahead. Hi, my name's Dan. Uh, I play Modus, the uh, Borai mechanic. Um, And uh, my fun fact for this week is that I am concerned for Ryan's health because he doesn't wear pants often enough. Wait, wait. I want to I be clear, though. Dan is the only one we can't see on video, so he oh. could be... <laughs> <laughs> so what he's doing. <laughs> oh, man. Yep. Vanessa, go ahead. I'm Vanessa. I play Janet Snakehole, who's a half-orc mercenary. Um, and my fun fact is I never watched... 
freaking bad, so I just started it. Oh. So, and everyone has loved it forever. So yeah, I'm I'm interested to see what happens. I really don't know what happens. I've had no spoilers for the whole show, so we'll see. Wow. Nice. That's hey, exciting. Vanessa, do you want to know a secret? Yes. I've also never watched it, and I also just recently started it. What episode are you on? I literally am like 15 minutes into episode one. Oh, like, okay. Like, I literally just started it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on episode two. We could talk about it. Such a good we, show. Oh, my We got to change our group chat to Starfinder, Mass Effect, and Breaking yeah, Bad. Breaking Bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the name of our, for the listeners, the name of our regular chat is galaxy's greatest podcast and mass effect shit posting because we all love mass effect i have only ever seen one episode of breaking bad that is episode six but i've seen it four different times because four different people have shown me that episode why such a good show episode six of season one so when you when you get to it you'll go that's a great episode okay you guys you should get ryan to watch it with you when you do Oh yeah! yeah. Watch party for episode six. six. <laughs> anyway, moving on. And uh, my name is M, and I'm the GM. Um, see what I did there, GM. Uh, 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 um, and my fun fact is that I've actually seen Ryan wearing pants in the past. What? Lie. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Take off my pants in the past. That's probably true. Strangely. We're on a Quidditch team, so we all changed it out on the Wait, field. Wait, you guys play Quidditch? What? what? How does that work? Uh, I, I, take- I thought we were done with that joke, guys. No. <laughs> but, um, it's all right. always there. All of you will start to wake back up. Give me a perception check, everybody. <clears throat> do, 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 do. I remember being good at these. Uh, Shit. Oh, I'm decent at them. Twenty-two from Modus. Uh, Twenty-five for Devesh. Nine for Janet. I didn't pre-charge my dice, so not one. Oh no! DC ten. <laughs> Higher than a DC ten. You're in a medical bay. You don't know where. Are we hooked up to anything? No. Doesn't seem like it. What's it? I, I know I rolled a one. I think. Uh, plus four, but uh, what does it look like? Bright lights. Um, six beds that are all lined up. Uh, on the same side of the room. All of you are adjacent to each other. And it's a very cold metal uh, room. The walls are like a, a dark, dark gray metal. And there's a very low ceiling there seems to be like one little, um, one station that can move between beds, like a wheel station that you can take. And it, it doesn't, it doesn't look as if 
each bed has its own medical equipment. It kind of looks like there's this one rolling station that can go from bed to bed, depending on who needs it at that time. Um, and yeah, just bright lights all around. There's nobody in the room right now other than you all and Bryn. We all wake up at the same time. Uh, you know what? Let's do a let's do a D six. Um, if any of you roll a six, no. Ooh, one, three, three, two. Who is two? Dan, you're two. Yep. Vanessa, please tell me you got a four. What'd you get? Six. Six. Okay, Ooh. you got a four instead. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> Bryn, Bryn was the auto six. Oh. Cool. Um, I'm really glad all of you rolled mostly different, or the, all of you rolled separate rolls. Uh, so, Mitch, you will actually uh -huh. wake up first. Okay. And you see this room. You're able to see it in all of its detail. Mm -hmm. uh, give me a piloting check. Oh, God. Um, okay. Piloting that check. is terrifying for various reasons. Um, 16? Are we in race car beds? You're on a ship. <laughs> okay, I'm on a ship. Cool. You're is in race car beds on a ship. <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is the ship going fast? It's as fast as a race car would. Do, do, do I hear a nautical theme? No, I'm sorry. Do I have an Afghan? I don't know. What's happening? Okay. He's on a boat and he's and going, fast going fast. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that. Modus, you wake up shortly after Mitch. Say like five to ten minutes after Mitch wakes up. You'll go ahead also, and wake up. Also, my character's name is Devesh, but we could keep calling him Mitch if you want. That's I'm sorry. <laughs> Like suddenly nope. it's me in space. I'm like, what's happening? Now it's the Mitch. <laughs> Breaking the fourth wall, just like slamming right through it. It's, it's Devesh's nickname. We call him yeah, Mitch. Yeah. Mitch. Why not? <laughs> Dan, you wake up next. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, Modus immediately sits upright. Okay. Um, um if Modus sits bolt upright, he'll see Devesh also sitting bolt upright. Okay. Uh, Dan, you notice you're, you you reached that DC 10, right? You passed that check? Uh, yeah, my perception was a 22. Yeah, you are able to see everything in detail in this room. And you also see Devesh sitting upright. Okay, uh, Modus will stand up and immediately start reading like everyone's medical stuff. Give me a medicine check. So, like, because I'm assuming this is like a hospital, right? It looks like a med bay, yeah. It's yeah. med bay. Okay, uh, so you said medicine check? Yeah, give me one medicine check and we'll see kind of how well you're able to do that for the whole group. Uh, 27. 27, Damn. that's excellent. Nice. Everybody looks very stable. The exception being Renue. She is teetering between stability and death. 
chat. Uh, so I immediately, upon learning this, uh, like look at the chart and make sure that the proper precautions are being uh, used. And then um, what I'd like to do is um, like once I modus ensures that like everything that is can be done is being done, which I'm assuming is taking place. Uh, oh crap, where'd that ability go? Crap, where did it go? Where did I put it? My character sheet. Yeah. Uh, once I once Modus ensures that everything that can be done is done, uh, he is going to use uh, a Nanite Surge ability. So, like, uh, Tavesh, since you're aware of Modus, like, moving around and stuff, you would see, like, a small black smoky cloud kind of erupt from his hand as Nanites kind of swarm around uh, Bryn. And for the next minute, she gains fast healing one and gets a number of temporary hit points. Awesome. Um, so it's like two, two. Uh, she gains fast healing one and then um, it restores stamina points when this happens and they get one temporary hit point per round, I believe. Cool. So as you do this and these nanites swarm around her, <clears throat> for all, in, I mean, normally when you would do this, you would think that the person's body would, would notice and then wake up. It would make sense that having nanites around you and then restoring your health would kind of shock your body awake. Um, she does seem to stabilize, but also she doesn't wake up. Uh, she is still asleep and she is actually sweating profusely. Um, like her, her med bay bed is, is soaking wet underneath her from sweat all um, over. With my previous 25 perception, do I notice this, that she's sweating profusely? I think you would, yes. Cool. Um, can I do... A, I would like to, um, okay, maybe this is crazy and maybe this is not how this spell is supposed to be used, um, but can I use um, telepathic message to like Ooh. try and send her, maybe not words, but like an impression of calm? Absolutely. I'm gonna send her rain sounds. Basically, like <laughs> gentle waves crashing on the seashore. A relaxing ASMR. Basically, it's okay, awesome. Brinuay. All of this is fine. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, we are safe. We have made it out of the battle. <laughs> yeah. Basically. Um. Yeah. That's kind of what I would like to do. And if that hadn't worked, I was gonna do something else. But it worked, so it's fine. Cool. All right. Thank you. Uh, who was the next? It was Baza with a three. Cool. You wake up, Baza. It's been about 10 minutes after everybody. How's or that? after after Modus. 
<laughs> How's my head feel? Give me a fortitude save. While he's rolling that, I've just had this like image of Baza in this like way too big hospital bed, like very tiny in the center with like this giant pillow on his head, and it's just the most precious thing I've ever thought of. <laughs> Baza sleeping is the most peaceful any of you have ever seen. There, I guess, Modus and Devesh have ever seen me. Um, yeah, I rolled a twenty-three. Yeah, you're fine. You don't feel hurt to your head too much. Like, you don't have a headache. Um, but your body is aching. Oh. So I'm going to get up immediately just go, Ugh! and like <laughs> dreary half-closed eyes, like roll like four times to get out of bed, flop on the floor, and just start walking to what I believe is the Vagabond's kitchen. Okay. There. Uh, All right. Still eyes closed. Are we in the Vagabond? Uh, I don't believe you would recognize this as the Vagabond. Okay, cool. Uh, I'm going to walk into a wall because the door isn't there. (laughs) Sounds good. Um, Moda seeing this walks over to him and then begins a new nanite surge to begin providing (laughs) Baza with fast healing one. Cool. Um, And Modus will say, I am here to help you, Baza. And then, like, he'll just reach down and put his, like, open hand in front of your face and, like, a small black cloud of nano machines begin, like, <laughs> pouring over your, over your face. I'm going to try and eat them. No. Baza is so hungry right now. Baza, do not eat the nanite machines, please. Oh. Uh, Baza, we're not at home right now. Oh. Janet, you wake up. Can I start sniffing around for food? Sure. Cool. Give me uh, a perception check, Ryan. And Janet, you wake up. 23. Cool. Am I good? So Janet wakes up in fight mode still. <laughs> no. Gets up swinging. All right. You see um, all of your companions near you in this room, in this medical bay. You wouldn't recognize this medical bay. And <clears throat> I don't even know if uh, you, what, what was your, your perception role? Me? Uh, Vanessa. Oh, my original one? or Your initial one. Uh, it was like 10 or nine. Okay. If it would that that makes a difference. What was it? Was it nine? It was nine. I had a minus one. I got a ten cool. and then minus one nine. So uh, with a DC nine or with a nine, uh, you will not be able to understand at the beginning that this is a medical bay. As you wake up, you're like, "What is this room?" Is and then after probably like two to three minutes of looking around um, and looking at all the equipment, eh, I would say like thirty seconds of looking around and really paying attention to it you'd be able to know that this is probably a medical bay of sorts, but it could be a science lab or it could be like, I don't know, some sort of very dull sleeping quarters. Um, yeah. Okay, so in those 30 seconds, I've, I've probably broken a couple of fancy machines before okay. I feel like we're safe. Uh, give me a, a strength check, just a strength. Oh, strength? 
So just add your strength modifier. Okay. 20. Oh boy. Yeah, there are some broken pieces of equipment near, near, um, uh, near the closet. Jan Janet, Janet, you're, no, you're, it, it's fine. We're all fine here. Just calm down. Where's that dude who tried to kill us? Not here. Jack, you wake up. Yeah, go. I have a five total. <laughs> oh, with, no. You're in a room. With a nat one, so. <laughs> you're in a room. Uh, your, your companions are around you. Okay. And it's probably the thing that you would notice most of all. Okay. But you said that at, like, a quick glance, it could almost be a lab? Oh, no. Yeah, so if you, if you, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. No. Yeah, you look around. It, it, you'd, you'd recognize something like this from your past. Oh, no. This is very bad. Higher or lower? Oh, uh, lower. I was choosing two options. Uh-huh. Nuclear or catatonic. Roll the 49. Oh my god. So Jack sits up. I look around, I see my friends, and then I look around and see scientific and medical equipment and just cross legged staring into the middle distance. Okay. With that a familiar voice comes from the hallway around the medical bay. You hear, they're awake, they're awake. Hello, are, are you okay? Are you, are you alive? Are you well? Uh, you have breakfast. Um, this is Shizar. Shizar comes in and he's frantically uh, asking if all of you are well, and he is holding a, a like personal scanner up to each of you and, and trying to scan to make sure your vitals are okay. Um, and when you ask him about breakfast, Baza, Shizar says, irrelevant, irrelevant. This is not relevant information at this time. Uh, you would smell a little bit of like field rations somewhere in the rest of the I rolled a 23 for perception. Can I go track that down? You can try. Uh, give me a survival check, depending on how good you're... We'll say this is a DC 20, because it's oh, a That's a 20, exactly. Hey, cool. Okay, so yeah, you are able to find some field rations. Um, are you just going off on your own? Yeah, I'm wandering out and going for food. Okay, cool. I don't um, care else. Um, as I see him go out the door, Devesh is going to send a telepathic message to him. Um, don't wander too far. I don't really know where we are, and I don't want you to get lost. Uh, you just hear in your... Can I respond? Yeah, you can respond to this message. You just hear. Pantooks. Fair. Um, Shizar begins to explain himself. I wanted Father to be proud. 
I, I, when I got word that, that the tombs had been attacked, I took a shuttle from the palace to meet you. And as he's doing this, he's scanning each of you. It's, it appears that you seem healthy enough. Um, it is, this was quite a difficult maneuver. I am glad that I was able to pick you up. Um, I, when he gets I, to Jack, mm -hmm. I'm just going to reach up, grab the scanner, and try to break it. Give me a strength check, I think. Okay. 23. Oh, the DC was a 22. The scanner breaks. <laughs> uh, it doesn't break like, it doesn't get crushed, but right. you, you break it enough so it is not functioning anymore. Mm. Um, he gets to, I took a shuttle from the palace to meet you and help fend off. Precious <laughs> 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 kitty. Mom, pay attention to me. <laughs> And then, oh, and then the sound he makes when Jack crushes oh. the scanner. <laughs> oh. Um, it's oh. it's okay. Uh, uh, shoot. What's what's your name again? Jack. Not Jack. I am, am Shizar. Shizar. Yeah, it's it's fine. And whoever hasn't been scanned yet, Devesh will go over and cast Detect Affliction. Okay. Which determines whether a creature or object has been poisoned, is diseased, is cursed, or is suffering from a similar affliction. Awesome. Uh, you don't detect any sort of affliction. Um, Modus is going to go over to the to Shizar, uh, take the scanner out of his hand, and immediately begin repairing it. Awesome. Yeah, give me an engineering check. That's a 29. It's fixed. <laughs> uh, Screen's it, cracked, it but it works. <laughs> He's going to finish what he's saying. Um, so he looks at the scanner. That's unfortunate. And then Modus takes the scanner and he continues. I took a shuttle from the palace to meet you and help fend off the attackers. I was too late for them, but I was able to save all of you. Apparently my timing was impeccable. I am very excited that all of you are safe. It appears that one of your companions, however, is in a state of Oh, I'm not. I'm not sure what what's wrong. However, she is unconscious, and he looks at Brinue, Um and he actually he kind of give me sense motive. Yes, anybody please. who wants to will do. Oh, I'm not there. Also, um, does my um, detect affliction ping on Brinue at all? It does not. Okay, interesting. Mm -hmm. And this is sense motive? This is sense motive. Ooh. Yay, that's pretty good. What did you get, Jack? Two. Two. Uh, I got a 27. Okay. Mitch, uh, Devash will know. He's not really trying to conceal anything, but you, you would notice his face seems upset. Uh, he, it's almost as if he looks upset at himself as if he has failed, uh, and he walks over to her and, and says, no, he doesn't say anything. He's looking at her, Mitch, almost as if to say, I'm sorry. Uh, she's our, it, it's fine. Um, I mean, we were in the vacuum of space for at least 15 seconds 
um, there's bound to be some complications. In fact, it's uh, nearly a miracle that the rest of us are, you know, in mostly tip-top shape. My father seems to have stabilized and he seems to be uh, healthy enough. He is currently on the bridge of my ship. And that's that's all he leaves you with. And uh, he says, I will allow you to take your time. Uh, should you need more time to rest, you may use this medical bay. I do not have more comfortable accommodations, but this medical bay is yours to use if you need it. Um, uh, I am on my way back to the capital. Okay. Uh, as Shizar is leaving, I guess, or whatever that ends up happening, uh, Devesh is going to notice that this entire time Jack has been staring daggers into him. Mm. At Devesh, Devesh or at, at Devesh. Devesh? Ooh. Interesting. Do you want to do a sense motive on that? Yes, please. Are you going to try to bluff this one, Alex? Okay. Nope. Oh, that's going to be real good. Um, math is hard when it's two odd numbers. Um, I'll let you decide the DC of this, Alex. Uh, 32? Yeah, 19, you, 19 you, plus 13? you realize that you had seen Jack's head turn after you told Shizar it's fine. Mm. Okay. Um, so after he leaves, um, Devesh is going to, um, having noticed this, turn over to Jack. Jack, I... Um, didn't mean that it was okay what I mean it's nice that he saved us but I get that some of us have different experiences and um, we lost well yeah that was kind of a given because you know nothing was... is fine and then I, I mean, get up and walk out. That's that, okay. uh, how many field rations are there on this ship? Uh, you're gonna find a crate <laughs> of field rations. <laughs> I come back in the room with the crate. Um, oh, I, I thought you were just in the crate. <laughs> I thought you were too. <laughs> oh, I I bring it back in because I have just enough time to think other people might be hungry, and then I dive in the crate. Cool. But it's in the uh, room. Cool. There you go. Other people. You may eat if you would like. Uh, Devesh just kind of sits down. Uh, Modus will walk over to the uh, the crate, uh, pick up a ration, and walk over to Jack and hand it to him. And Her. when he hands it to him, he says, Her. it is a biological fact that eating reduces stress volume. Uh, I'll accept the rations as I'm walking out of the med bay. And as she walks out to med bay, you're going to see, or probably hear, Baza from a little bit down the hallway, just in a crate of field rations. <laughs> it's, it's the dog got in the dog bag. Um, do you guys want to do anything else while you're on the ship, or should we fast forward? Well, I, I imagine we got to go talk to the the king. You could, if you would like. Yeah, that's that's where I'm headed, up yeah, to the bridge. 
at some point, maybe not on this shape, ship, shape, ship, ship, maybe not on this ship, um, but maybe when we get back to the Vagabond, Devesh does want to talk to everyone. Okay. The king is sitting in a chair with bandages wrapped around his midsection. And he has his armor pulled off of his body. So he's just in basically like basic clothing that he would wear underneath like flight suit almost that's underneath his his armor and <clears throat> he looks very bad he has um about half of his face seems to be bruised uh he is clutching at his waist and he's sitting in this chair slumped down and favoring one side very remind much not able to like get up and walk around easily remind me how tall he is uh, as a sharon he's around i'm gonna say five foot eight okay so decently taller than jack yeah um i'm walking right up to his chair who are they He looks angry, not at you. He looks very, very angry. And he responds, I have no idea, but I will find them and not I will the, end them. Not the people we fought. The people they took. The people they were willing to space us for. My father and my grandfather and my great-grandfather and his father, and his grandfather, and he continues until he's reached six generations. What makes you special? What makes them special? There's no greater warrior than a Sharon warrior king in our people. We come from the worst things about the swarm integrated with the best things of our people. Everything that makes the swarm, everything that makes the swarm as evil and dangerous as they are is in my blood. But everything that makes my people great is also in my blood. It sounds like we need to find them. Kill them. Slowly. And get your ancestors back. Exactly. And he turns and faces the console. And he'll speak to you if you choose to speak to him, but he will not look at you anymore. I'm gonna just... Is the viewport just like out into space? Yes. And it's just... uh, it's facing the moon, essentially, okay. so you can see the moon. Right. Um, yeah, I'll just stand there and stare out for the duration of the trip. Um, Modus is going to walk over to the king's armor and begin repairing it. Awesome. Give me um, an engineering check, or if you have a special skill for that, use that. 
Uh, I don't believe I do. Uh, let me see how. That's a flat 30. Wow. Okay, without looking at you, he says, synthetic man, why are you touching my armor? Uh, Modus will respond. <clears throat> He'll stop what he's doing, um, stand up straight and say, your armor was in need of repair. I am merely performing the service I was intended to. Then you may continue. Thank you. Uh, and he, Modus will nod, crash back down and begin repairing the armor anew. Awesome. Janet, what are you up to? Are you going to continue just waiting on the ship until we get to the moon? Anything you wanted to do? Um, I want to go over to Jack because she looks upset. And I really don't know how to emotionally comfort anyone. So I'm going to stand next to her. I'm going to pull out the grenade from my pack and say, you, you, you want my grenade? It's like, <laughs> yes, to make her feel better. <laughs> oh. Uh, I look up at Janet, uh, I'll take the grenade, put it up against my chest and just nod at her before slipping into my pouch. Janet nods back and then leaves her alone. All right. That was wholesome. As she, as she steps away, I'm just going to like punch her hip. You arrive at the moon and land and they are able to get you guys back to your ship if you'd like. You get to go talk to the other king. You can uh, essentially, whatever you'd like to do is great. I just like to know so I can tailor the experience to what you guys choose to do. Also, How much time um, uh, is, uh, I mean, theoretically, as much as you guys would like, um, I kind of, I don't want to go too far without Renue, but I'm also okay with fast forwarding things a, a little bit, even if it's a few days, because her dream- Do I have enough time to go back to the surgeon who gave me my hands to get pressurized lungs? Yeah. Cool. Baza is getting off the ship and making a beeline to that district. Okay. So have we been like contracted by the king to help him recover his ancestors he says he'd love your help but he doesn't have any idea what to do at this point in time if we hear anything or if you hear anything we'll reach out and i reach into my pouch and pull out the grenade that janet gave me uh i have a meal for him <laughs> he looks at you and he says small mouse i I like your enthusiasm. We'll make a good team in the future, I would imagine. Looking forward to it. And he turns, walks back to his family, Shazar, and the other king. And they kind of reunite for a moment. He's on a crutch, by the way. He's limping uh, or being supported on one side by a crutch. They get over to the other king, they kind of, they hug, they, they embrace, and they uh, reunite a little bit. 
and then they walk back into the palace. Um, the other king, before he gets back into the palace, stops, turns back to all of you and says, thank you very much for your help. We could not have done this without you. And thank you very much for bringing my son back to us. It is a wonderful thing to see him alive and well. When for so long, I thought we would never see him again. And he turns, uh, walks a little bit, and then turns back and says, I think this goes without saying, but you have another home here should you ever need it. And he walks back into the palace. <clears throat> um, as he walks back into the palace, Devesh is going to go find the Vagabond, um, find the center of the Vagabond, sit down and start meditating. Awesome. What are you meditating on? Um, <clears throat> the nature of life and death mm. and how through death one can find life. So as you start meditating, um, a rules system pops into your head and there oh. are con saves and D20s and it's just, it's <laughs> the wildest thing. <laughs> Man, I should write this down. This would be very fun for like <laughs> children and young adults and also older adults to mm -hmm. play. Yeah. People who have become disenfranchised with their yes, their, with their, um, with yep. their current lives. Situations and would like to have some escapism. Yes, 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 uh -huh. definitely. And so it was that Devesh invented tabletop role-playing games. It is canon. Uh, I feel like I keep get... saying this, but I hate all of you. <laughs> we love you too. <laughs> we'll get back to your mysticism, Jack, yep. to your meditation. I uh, would like to know what Modus is up to in this moment. When you guys get back, it doesn't have to be you all split up, by the way. Um, it could when be. When we're on the ship? When you guys land back on the moon and the uh, kings kind of they thank you. Uh, and one thing they would have also said is if you need a place to stay for the night, like you're more than welcome to stay in the palace. They'll arrange rooms for you should you need it. Um, but yeah, basically after they see you off and walk back into the palace to be with each other, um, that's where you're at. What would you like to do? Is there anything you'd like to do right now? Um... Modus doesn't have anything he'd like to do right now. Okay. Um, so the, yeah, I, I'll have, I'll get with you later. There's right. some, some questions I want to ask about story elements, but I, I don't think they're going to be relevant right now. Okay. Um, so is our intent to stay here for the night or are we be. departing immediately? It's actually closer to morning. Um, so you could stay the full day. I know Baza wanted to go do something that Baza's would probably, like, yeah. yeah, Baza wanted to do something that would probably take the full day. Um, Bernoulli is asleep. She has been transferred over to the palace medical facility, but what they have said is essentially if you want to transfer her over to your care as well in the Vagabond, uh, you could do that. They would assist you. 
uh, but she is still pretty much out. Uh, also metagaming a bit. If you guys did want to fast forward things, that's fine. Um, Renue being out works with the story for a little bit. Um, so don't feel shy in wanting to push things forward. Um, I guess Modus would probably take responsibility for moving her back over to the uh, Vagabond. Okay. Um, where he could continue to um, administer, you know, medical attention. Awesome. Um, yeah, uh, medicine is one of his better skills. Um, yeah, so he'll do that and then probably take a long rest in the ship. Okay. Um, are you guys able to, oh, give yourself uh, half your HP back after that long rest? Oh, we get half of it back? Yeah, half your, I'm sorry, half of your uh, level in HP. Oh, so another, another three? Yeah. God. Yeah, it's slow. Um, you can also get those Mark One serums. You know what? Let's say the princes or the, the kings are going to give you guys some serums of healing. Uh, they'll give you as many as you need to return back to full, full HP. Is Jack okay. going to let them stick them with needle? Stick her with needle? I think it would be more like you could you could administer it as a drink if you'd like. We'll say that's okay. I have no problem sticking myself with needles. Okay. Well, as evidence, as evidence by what? Not long as evidence by stabbing myself with an unknown. Uh, uh, Baza just takes a needle in, in each of his six hands and just starts injecting himself. Okay. Just. Um, if you guys don't want to do too much on this moon, then we can fast forward things a bit. I think, yeah, I think uh, Bazo was the only one who wanted to accomplish a thing. Yeah. Um, so far, that's said anything. Um, so. Let's do it. Um, yeah. Um. <clears throat> so after we take off and get punched our coordinates in to actually, let's do that first before I say things. Uh, yeah, Bazo, you're able to get your upgrade. Nice. Um. Everything's good. Let's talk about our options. I also want to talk about this for the listeners. First thing. Main options you guys have, like the biggest things that pop out to you as things you probably should get done soon. This silver alliance that contacted you and gave you all these gifts and or the, these adaptable success mechanisms, these dice that you were all sent in the mail, um, as well as your um, encoded messages. There, that's the next thing you could do. You also could go to Castravel and find the Pearl of Knowledge. And you could determine the significance. Um, you could think more. You could think more on figuring out what's happening with the first of Rova, which is this date that keeps popping up. And you also could contact Rex, who you haven't heard from in a bit, uh, and update him on what happened with Tabard Minor. 
Um, those are like the main quests that we have in the books right now. Side quests. Geese Rookmeal still needs that whiskey and painting. Um, there is an asteroid ship at Adari that could be investigated. And you guys all have personal side quests that you could go through, which we'll not, we won't go through all of those, but um, what do you guys think you want to do? Where should we go? Uh, my vote would be for the Pearl of Knowledge before we just keep putting that off. Cool. As a dissenting opinion, um, my vote would be go figure out Silver Alliance stuff. Okay. Are those in the same direction? Those are in the same star system. Uh, it will take them the same amount of time to get there. Three okay, to so four days. You get to that star system and then it's quick enough to do one than the other? Because mm -hmm. those are back, both back in the packed world system, right? Yes. Is there anything in this star system on that list? Um, no. Okay. Could we theoretically contact Rex while in Drift? Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, what do you guys think? Mitch, you want to go to Silver Alliance? Ryan. I also like Pearl of Power, then Silver Alliance. Pearl of Knowledge, then Silver Alliance. Cool. Um, Alex? Pearl, then Silver Alliance. Okay. Dan? Uh, Pearl, then Alliance. Okay. And Vanessa? Uh, I have no opinion. First go Pearl, and then Alliance. Make it easy. Sounds good. <laughs> All right. Oh, Pearl, um, Pearl, Pearl rejoins you with uh, Lexi and Brick. By the way, true. did we get an update on how Lexi's doing? Yeah, oh, they so are... Brick. They're also fine. Um, they are stable. And they, they met up with the, the Cosset Riders and got back on their shuttle. Um, an update from that battle, by the way, what happened? Uh, Discorp's efforts were, were stopped, uh, but there were heavy losses on both sides. Uh, Discorp ended up retreating way late in the battle with very few soldiers left. Um, and the like the, the turning tide in the battle was when the Thakasa riders arrived, um, essentially like crippling the second wave of Discorp troops. They weren't able to keep their momentum and the kingdom gained the upper hand in that battle. So basically it was the most brutal booty call ever. Is what you're saying. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Um, before you leave the moon, Vanessa, Lexi would, uh, she would actually come up to you and, and give you a little kiss on the cheek and then mm -hmm. say it was really, um, this was a lot, but, um, you know, let's spend some more time together. And she says, I got to go. Which cheek? I don't know. Oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, uh, the right you... one is the correct <laughs> answer. Janet, like, blushes hardcore, and she's like, thanks for killing all those people. You, you looked really cool. <laughs> and she runs away to get on the ship. 
Cool. There you go. Uh, and she joins up with her people and says, I'll keep in touch. And then she sends you a message right as she's on her ship that says, on our way back to Castorville, maybe we'll meet up then. Or maybe we'll meet up at some point. I send her a winky face. Amazing. <laughs> oh. Neat. That was good. Cool. She's raising the stakes. She sends back like a like a not a not a like full heart, but like a little um, you know the little two hearts with the pink. Yeah. Like heart light kind of. I send her a huge eggplant emoji. No, I don't. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Here's the important question, though. Does the eggplant emoji have the three droplets after it, of or is it just a... <laughs> and the peach after that? Oh, a bunch, yeah, oh. bunch of horny motherfuckers tonight. <laughs> I hate it. Yeah, I blame Ryan. Y'all need space, Jesus. <laughs> uh, Baz is going to make sure he says goodbye to Sora. Uh, she's very excited to see you. She gives you a big, like, um, puppy dog nuzzle. And uh, um, when Sora goes down to do that, uh, my arms and legs are going to wrap around the jaw, and my other forearms are just going to start scratching. And she just starts shaking. She's very happy. Um, <clears throat> Mitch, oh. please have Devesh give us a um, 3D4. Oh, 3D. Oh, is this the first time we've used that we've used the new engines? Technically, it's my second time. Your second time. We've never seen. Actually, no, no, no you no. have. This is the. This is everybody's second time. This is my third yeah. time. Because oh. we had to go from Tabrid to here. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, oh shoot, that's a three. I'm imagining just giant Five. market engines on the back of it. Like nine. Divided by one is nine. <laughs> Correct. Uh, yeah. Nine days. Oh, okay. better, Mitch. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, now we only have 31 days until this mysterious date. Dan, I'd like you to give me a medicine check on Bernoulli. Okay. Uh, that is one, 20 plus 12. Uh, 24. Okay. She is day by day improving, still unconscious. Every now and then, she does seem to wake up and she'll mumble something, mumble, 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 uh, cottage? Mumble, mumble, pathway, cobblestones? Next day goes by. Um, so What's up? Before we get to the, we're traveling multiple days, mm -hmm. right after Devesh has punched in the stuff, mm -hmm. um, he's going to ask if everyone could gather in the meeting area that he has set up previously. Okay. Wanted to hear the mumbles. Let me, let me get through with, okay. with some of the mumbles and then we'll go to that. Yeah, so um, she... Modus would begin recording this, by the way. Ooh, interesting. After, okay. after the first time. Like he'll set up a like a camera to record her as she is unconscious. Some of the things she blurts out. Why am I back here? That's one of the things. Another one. 
is Razu. R-A-Z-Z-U. Another one. Modus, no. Another one. Jack, is that you? And another is, thank you. And that's what you'll hear over nine days. Does it sound uh, like she's talking to someone that yes. is not present? Sometimes, yes. Sometimes it's as if she's talking to herself. Okay. Cool. And as nine days passes, uh, with that medicine check, you notice she does improve every day. And at the very end of the, the uh, ninth day, uh, she looks as if she's just sleeping peacefully. Yeah. So she's like stabilized. Definitely stabilized. Okay. Okay. Uh, once she becomes like as stable as stable can be and just unconscious, uh, Modus will begin like re-entering the other more social parts of the spaceship. Awesome. All right. Uh, Mitch. Yeah. What is Devesh doing? Um, so near the beginning of the trip, Devesh is going to request, um, everyone join him in the meeting room. Um, and he's going to say, um, so I've been doing some thinking and I mean, pretty much death also forces everyone to do some thinking, I would imagine. Um, and, um. I've kind of come to the conclusion that, um, for better or worse, uh, Zakim Kaderim died um, when he was pulled out of that station that we were on. And uh, I am, once and for all, embracing who I've become uh, as Devesh, as a more real iteration of myself. Um, I kind of figured out I can't really go back and be the person who I would have been. I just need to make the most of the person that I am now. Um, with that said, Zakim might show up a couple times if it's relevant, but I mean, most of my use it, to you all is as, uh, definitely legit merchant and freighter and not as you know some magic space wizard um, so could i have your laser sword no no i'm keeping that that feels like a zakim weapon no it's definitely uh devesh built that weapon um you've seen that it's made out of junk basically and that's um kind of who i am just... Does this mean that I am the captain now? <laughs> <laughs> Let's get two things straight. Number one, I'm still the captain. Number two, if I die again and I stay dead, Baza is the captain. Baza just starts Iron Man flexing behind him. <laughs> also, this could be, um, you know incentive to keep me alive because otherwise Baz is in charge and that could be bad. Or, or kill him first. Or kill him first. That's also fair. Let them try. 
I mean, to be fair, um, Jack, I have had to have a talk with Boz a couple times about not eating you. Um, He's welcome to try. That's I, that's what I keep saying. You're warm and crispy. No, that's what you'll be. <laughs> uh, any anyway, I just I just felt like I needed to um, give you all that update. Um, I think it'll be easier for everyone if Sakim is just dead now. Remind me when we fought the sorcerer. Were there mm-hmm. obvious similarities? I forget if he had a laser, uh, a saber or not. He did. He did. And they were talking. Right. Um, in that case. So you didn't call this to tell us why you knew that guy? I mean, I didn't intend to do that, but since you've so eloquently broached the subject um, there, Jack, um, thank you for that. Um, I knew the corpse of that entity um, growing up on uh, Vesk 3. Vesk 8? He was Vesk undead, by the way. Yeah, Vesk 8. Vesk 8, not Vesk 3. Sorry. I was going to say. Yeah, I, I knew who that body was. I don't know who that is anymore. Um, that assumes like that a is, bitch. Yeah, that's that's the antithesis of um, everything that I was trained and raised to uh, follow. Um, that's much closer to um, a bone sage or um, and as he's saying that, uh, Devesh recalls a um, mental picture that he got like several weeks ago of several bone sages standing around an undead figure in armor. Um, and then Devesh thinks to himself, hey, DM, does this have anything to do with my friend that I just re-encountered? Yeah. Uh, now that you've seen that person, um, you would know that there are striking similarities between the two. However, it's very likely not the same individual. Okay. Um, ba- uh, so all of you, like, mid-sentence, Devesh just kind of stares into the middle distance for about 30 seconds, and then... Uh, yeah, so anyway... Um, where was I? What was I talking? Oh, the guy. Yeah, I don't. I don't know the thing that inhabits his bones. It's not the person I knew. But I apologize if it comes across as um, me having anything to do with him. What's a bone sludge? Um, they're like really not good people. Um, they're. Does a role. Um culture or life science same number they're um 11 7 7 you probably don't know what they are yeah they're they're basically um people who have 
consorted with magics that have allowed them to transcend life and are literally just like animated skeletons that have magic. If so, I rip the head off, do they stop? No, not that I'm aware of. Oh. Bone sages are from the history of uh, the Absalom Pact. They were, they attempted an attack on Absalom Station in the very, very early stages of the station's history, and they failed. And then they eventually became the first, them and the planet of Eox became the first group of people to sign the Absalom Pact. <clears throat> yeah, and that's for the listeners mostly. What's up, Dan? Uh, Modus will say, uh, when he hears your description, he says, he'll like reach up and kind of touch his head and say, does that make me a bone sage? Mm-hmm. Um, no, because what you do is made with technology and not magics. Um, jur- jury's out, I guess, if that makes you a bone sage, but I don't, I don't think so. You're not evil, are you? I do not believe that I am evil. Just what all robots would say if they were evil. Kidding. I know you're not a robot. You're like an AI, honest to God, amazing. I still want to take you apart and figure out how you work. <laughs> Otis kind of recoils when you say that. Baza <laughs> is just eating a field ration, looks at Modus. So said that to me too, it's fine. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong, because by all accounts, you shouldn't be able to eat as much as you do and stay the size that you are. Like, there, there is a thing called conservation of mass, and you break that rule somehow. I just look at Devesh in the eye and then just eat the food ration packet. In nine days, you arrive at Castrovel, and you get a little ping on your communicators. You guys opening it up? Yeah, why not? It's Lady oh, Cash. Uh, I wanted to ask you all how you're doing and see if you'd come down to uh, Kabarat to pay me a visit. Um, yeah, I'll, uh, you know, talk to the, to the, the crew and um, see what we can do. Um, if, you would, if, if we're doing this a favor for you, if you would do a favor for us, I know Modus has been taking good care of her, but if you could have like a, a specialist on like comas, um, or like possible side effects of, uh, you know, time spent in vacuum, um, meet us. That'd be great. Cause I'd love to have an expert take a look at, uh, one of our crew members who has yet to wake up. Gosh. Yeah. I, you know, I wasn't, um, expecting you guys to be in a little bit of trouble, but I'm happy to have my medics look at whoever's having problems right now. Um, I'm not actually asking you for you for a favor. I'm just relaying a message from your friend Rex. Oh, okay. So um, I think it would be best to do this one in person. Um, we don't have to take long to do it, but I can definitely, if you come down to the city, I can get you, um, you know, I can get you, your friend yeah, to so a are med we station. Like, are we like going to meet like for coffee or is this like state dinner? Like, or are we just like 
showing up at your office? Like what, what are, what are, what's the dress code? You know, that coffee shop down over by, um, the and she names the coffee shop that uh-huh. all of you went to. Yeah. Oh! Is that the one where we committed several criminal acts? They were not criminal acts. They were um, socially unacceptable things that we will not do again. He says, looking at Baza. I'll send you the coordinates and uh, or the address, and we can meet there. I'll make sure that it's just us. Yeah, that that sounds great. We'll um, we'll dock and. Uh, head over okay i'm gonna go through this real quickly basically you all dock med kit uh or med station is uh you dock Bryn is taken out to uh by some doctors who take her to a medical facility near the capitol building and um you're able to make your way down to this coffee shop. She has a group of guards there with her and they are standing outside the coffee shop. They welcome you in. And when you get there, she discusses how Rex wanted to let you all know that he is traveling to a lost library planet. I don't know, I don't know where it is. Apparently there's a planet that like goes in and out of the dimension of our dimension of our plane. And um, he wanted to find it. Uh, He mentioned the dominion was important. He said he he did say the name of the planet is Athenium. Uh, And if you would like to find it, he gave me some directions um, for how you'd be able to find the first, I guess, clue. so it's there, but he's not able to contact you right now, I, I guess, because he's looking for this planet. I also wanted to remind all of you, um, I have this, this group of soldiers, the Storm Shield Elite, and right now they're mostly just hanging out in the city. And every now and then they'll do a special op for me, but to be quite honest, they're not seeing a lot of action. I wanted to let you know, you helped me you scratch my back, I scratch yours. Um, they're there at your disposal if you need them for any one mission or, or two missions. Just as long as I get them back when you're done with that mission, great. But they're there if you'd like. Thanks for letting us know. That's um, mighty kind of you to do. Um, is there anything at this time that you need from us? Um, I don't, but he did tell me, or Rex did, did let me know that the Pearl of Knowledge uh, that, that he asked you all to find is still something that I can help you out with if you so choose. You know, funny thing, um, my friend Jack here was um, interested in having us... Um, run an op like that and so i'll let jack who is gonna run our operations for this um fill you in on the details take it away jack (laughs) jack looks up from trying to feed chromie a danish that chromie wants nothing to do with (laughs) i'm sorry what was that 
Yeah, you you were talking about how you were going to take um, you know, strategic lead on the operation to collect the pearl of power. Knowledge. Knowledge, that one. I think Modus said he was going to be your second. Well, bluff check, I think. Sure, why not? Can I help? Yeah, no. Can I, I, can I penalize? So. <laughs> you oh. can sense motive to see if he's not telling the truth. Are you sure I can't help with my con man? Oh my god, yes. Yeah, I'm sorry. Cool, that was, that was very high. What was uh, that bluff? Uh, natural 20 plus 3 for 23. Jesus Christ. And your sense motive? Are you oh, my, I, no, I was trying to, to, to make him fail. <laughs> I was trying, instead of, instead of to, you know, give, uh, aid another, uh, harm another. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Are you trying to sense motive on that? Um. No, I'm just I, I'm just so confused by what he's saying that you you must have forgotten that one time when Devesh told you this thing where you were gonna take over a mission. Man, weird. But yeah, there you are. Yeah, we're we're definitely interested in that. Uh, do you did you have coordinates for us from where we can go pick that up? She hands you a data pad. Data pad has some coordinates on it, and. Uh, she looks at uh, one of the soldiers who walks up to her. And it's, it's almost like turns her head, makes eye contact. Soldier immediately knows what to do. Soldier walks up, speaks to her. They have a little whisper back and forth. And then she turns and she introduces him to you, Jack. Says, this is Xavier. Xavier is the uh, lead of the Storm Shield Elite. He's one of their squad members, um, or he's their squad lead. And he is ready to help you. Thank you. <laughs> um, he is ready to help you in the future. Um, if that's all that we have, uh, then what, I guess I'll reason? go ahead and... Uh, he's, he's a Lishunta. Um, if that's all that you have, I, I, I'm going to be heading back to the Capitol building. However, I did want to introduce all of you to Xavier here in case you end up working together in certain ops. Um, last question for you, um, m'lady. Um, do you have any information on a former compatriot of ours uh, by the name of Liara? Liara? I think she had stayed behind. I don't know if you would be able to... I don't know. She seemed pretty knowledgeable about cultures and customs. Maybe you could like pull some strings and get her a job. Cool. She says, actually, Liara has been here in Kabarat helping to assist the um, to assist the reintegration of the psychically resistant Lashunta into our society. She's actually become one of my lead um, secretaries. And she is doing an excellent job. Heavy shadow broker vibes right now, was, by the way. I was just gonna type <laughs> I was just gonna type in chat like, is she becoming an information broker? Is she hey. a shadow broker? Um, um and so she she says, 
She's, she's actually become one of my lead secretaries and she is working with me to ensure that all of the newly reintegrated uh, Lashunta are able to have housing and access to the city. And she actually has been working with a city that you will need to visit in order to, um, in order to travel to find the Pearl of Knowledge. Uh, she's been between here and the Laubumesa, where the Fikasa riders are currently. With that, is there anything you guys want to say in parting? Uh, never mind. I'm not, I'm not going to rock the boat. Okay. Okay. Um, Devesh is going to like gesture and ask if he could take her aside for a second. Uh, yeah, she'll agree to that. Cool. Um, just so that you're aware, um, those who have been trained as arcane knights might not be as dead as um, intrastellar governments might believe. Um, we encountered such an individual um, in our travels on the moon of... Oh gosh. Baza, what was that moon called? Crixamia. That one? Yeah, the one that we were on with the with with the those people, the Sheeran, the Sheeran, Ireland, Ireland. I where Ed Sheeran's from? Yeah. <laughs> God damn it! Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, Crixania. Um, we encountered a an individual trained in the arcane ways, but using them for dark instead of for light. Um, so just have your guards be on the lookout. Um, she looks at you and says, arcane knights. I'm afraid I don't know what you're talking about at all. And she's going to roll a bluff check to try and communicate with you that she absolutely knows what you're talking about. Okay, cool. That was a natural 20. My Excellent. first roll of the night. <laughs> um, <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, so you definitely know that she knows, but she's not saying anything about it. Excellent. Um, and she also says, but if I did know anything about the Arcanum Knights, I could understand how that would be concerning. Thank you for letting me know. I'll have my people take a look at it. Maybe I'll um, have Liara herself take a look at it. You should also know. Oh shit! This is not going to be a great bluff check. Trying trying the same thing and absolutely failing. Um, you should also know that. Um, no. You have a friend, companion, friend, co friend, uh, who also has those skills. The skills that we definitely don't know what we're talking about. Those skills. That set of skills. What was your dice roll? It was a 10. Ooh. I think the DC for this is like an 18. Um, mathematically, it should be something quite a bit higher. Uh, she looks at you and she says, friend, uh, I, I, no, in I order don't. To, in order to get the point across, I'm going to open my cloak and sh like gesture to the uh, plasma sword. 
Want and some then candy close kid? my clothes. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, basically. <laughs> buy some sundials. <laughs> <laughs> and she responds with, I see. And that's the end of this interaction. Uh, so Baza has been trying to steal the Danish that Jack has been trying to feed Chromie the entire time. Slide of hand, please. Yes. God. Natural 20. <laughs> yeah, you take the, you take the Danish. There it is. It's yours. As Devesh says, Jack is leading this. What? <laughs> cool. Thanks so much for joining us for another episode of Galaxy's Greatest. Next time, tune in as the group reunites with Lexi and gets to meet an enthusiastic ace pilot. <laughs>